Blog Talk Radio. My name is Raina Starr. Welcome to Desperate House Witches. Desperate House Witches is not a G, PG, or even an R-rated show. So if bad language, bodily functions, dirty talk of any kind might be offensive to you, this may not be the show for you. And that'll be okay. I will be sad, but I will get over it. Anyway, Desperate House Witches is brought to you by the Wicked Witch herself, the one, the only, the incredible Dorothy Morrison, Please check out www.wickedwitchstudios.com. And if you need her goods shipped overseas, check out www.theangrycauldron.com. So, okay. After not having this woman on, I'm like, why has this woman not been on this show? I said, let me take a chance and see if I can talk talk her into it. Mickey Mueller, thank you so much for saying yes. Thank you for asking me. And I, it wasn't too hard to twist my arm. <laughs> I love the talk. And I think you're awesome. So, I mean, it was a no-brainer. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. And, you know, it's funny because, like we were just discussing, sometimes people are, you know, they don't want to be, they want to talk to someone, but they don't want to be intrusive. And Facebook is a very weird thing these days anyway. <laughs> yes. And it's like, yes. why hasn't she, is, does she not like me? Because, I, you know, sometimes you think, oh, you know, you have a whole bunch of people on your friends list. And it's like, she I really want to talk to this person. I wonder if they're going to, t- you know, think I'm a total whack job. But I was really so happy when you agreed. So. <laughs> well, I so only for... hang out with the very best whack jobs, so <laughs> I am one of them too. So, so like... all right, I'm in good company. That's exciting. That's I mean, I, now I feel now I feel comfortable and appreciated. So that's good. You recognize one of them. You are. <laughs> I do, a hundred percent. Yes. But you know what, though? Isn't it hard as an adult to, like, get out there in the world and make friends? And COVID doesn't make it any yeah. easier. But I have found myself, like, I, I live in a really small town right now um, and working on changing that. But, <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, I, like, I will go out places. And I work at home, you know, and so I don't really yeah. know a ton of people here in town. And I'll be out, like, shopping, and I'll see one of, you know, someone who I'm thinking, that might be one of my people. But, you, right. you, what do you, you know, you can't just go up to them and go, hey, you want to be friends like we did when we were, you know, in second grade. It doesn't work like that. Oh, I know. So they so just pass me by. You... And... I know. I, and I love making new friends. I love meeting people, which too. is another reason why COVID's been so hard on me, because so all the festivals – all the chances to see folks, you know, conferences and festivals and even the shops. It's like yeah. everybody has to be so careful and it's like, you you know, 
we're already separate now. We were separate anyway because of the internet, but now COVID yes. has made it really difficult for people who are extremely social, who like to, you yeah. know, be in a room with other people. And, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's been really jarring for me. And I'm sure it's really jarring for you because you do a lot of festival stuff, don't you? I do some, but most of what I do isn't very far away. Um, we we run a business. We run, like, our Etsy shop and stuff, and we never shut down. <laughs> so right. we're, like, constantly busy. We all, we've got orders. Our, our post office thinks we're hilarious. We come in with these big garbage bags full of boxes that are going out, you know. Um, <laughs> so I don't really – I don't get out much. I am, like, kind of – there's so many festivals I would love to go to, and I, and I and I have like a little festival envy because I'm like online and I see everybody's going to you know when and I'm like sitting at home like a little wallflower going why am I not going to the festival I don't know why I'm like that but it's just hard to get away because of the business and then you know until recently I've always had like a little financial struggle it seems like I'm always just like on just paying everything just on time. You know what I mean? So for me to have like the money for airfare and hotel is like a huge thing. So I can maybe afford like one trip a year. Otherwise I'm doing local stuff. So yeah, I don't get to do a lot. So in a way the COVID thing has really been almost like an opportunity for me to be able to attend more festivals, you know, um, because they're Mm -hmm. doing them all online now. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, right. this has opened up a whole new world to me. I was, you know, I've been able to attend workshops of people that I really admire and look up to, people who are new, yeah. people who have been doing it for a long time, that I've never had the opportunity to attend their workshops and stuff and to be able to present as well um, because it's all online now. So it's kind of been good for me and gotten me maybe out of my shell a little bit more <laughs> than I than I was. No, I you get know? it. So yeah. So yeah, I mean people been, that I that's that part of it's been good. I mean obviously COVID's not good, but that yeah. part of it has been the way that people have looked at a bad thing and kind of figured out, all right, what can we do to make things a little better for people, you know? I mean that's remarkable. Yeah. Oh I know. I totally agree. And when they started like I saw Llewellyn Khan. And it was it was like a whole new world. I mean, I know that there are folks who give classes online. That's always mm-hmm. been a thing. But yeah. actual festivals online for me were like, well, how the hell would you even begin to pull that off? And, right. you know, COVID's made people really creative. And it has, it has helped me attend things that I were com- – it was completely out of my reach because it was out of my state. Mm-hmm. And like you, yeah. not a fortune. You know, I'm not right. sitting on piles of cash. I can't just pick up and right. go and have a day job, you know. Yeah. And, and it just really opened up the world more in a very small way. And I was talking about this mm-hmm. last night. It's It's been really beneficial to folks who can't just pick up and leave whenever they want to and go attend a festival. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know anybody with that much goddamn money. <laughs> no, I, I sure don't. I sure don't. Yeah, we're we're always just kind of, you know, I, I guess people look at, like, 
uh, authors and stuff, and they think that, oh, you know, they live this big, fancy, glamorous life. It's like, oh, no, dude, I am scraping the poop out of the cat box just like you guys, you know. Right. <laughs> There's not – You mean you put nobody's your, rolling in you cash. Put your pants Nobody on? does this. Yeah. You put your pants on one leg at a time like everybody else, don't you? Like everybody else. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And, you know, we budget just like everybody else. And it's like, it's, it's, it's basically just like having a regular job. You know, it's not, nobody's getting rich doing this. If if anybody wants to get rich, they're, they're doing this, they're in the wrong business. We do it because we love it. And if we, you know, can make a living at it, then that's a bonus, but you know, it's not. So yeah, to be able to have those opportunities to be able to, travel astrally through the internet and it's fantastic I, I agree with you that Llewellyn Con was so cool wasn't it yeah that uh that thing they that was the first one I I didn't even know what I was like how does this even work so it was like oh this uh-huh. is remarkable and I was so into it but here's the best part I was in my workshop putting helping Dan with orders while I was watching and attending and yep. you know so that was just the coolest thing I could kind of multitask that and do it both i did the uh the witch's sabbath um that uh devon and tempest put together and yeah i just all i did was hoarded you know like a i think it was like a 10 minute long presentation so i was like um one of the like guest presenters not one of the main ones but you know what it was perfect for me that was i just loved it and it was like the fellowship of people um on their discord and everything i met so many cool people and you know, yeah. just to be a part, just to be even a little part of that was remarkably fun. And I just, I just felt, it felt great. It lifted your spirits. It made you feel like we can get through this, you know. <laughs> I feel like we need each other right now more than ever. And it's just a, a neat way to be able to do that. I agree. And, you know, we always talk about community as pagans, witches, oh, yeah. whatever. Oh, you yeah. know, it's yeah. it, it, one thing to to go through your normal routine and be isolated because for the most part I wake up I go to work I come home I work on the show and that's mm-hmm. what I do with my life you know I don't yeah. go anywhere I don't see anybody I don't I don't even go and buy my own groceries everything's delivered because oh I'm yeah in my ass oh off. yeah I should get something you know what I mean something needs to right. be it's the laundry and the groceries. It's like, you know, so because I'm fortunate enough to be able to do that, I take myself out of a lot of public situations where I could yeah. be adding to a problem. So, yep. you yep. know, when you can, you do. And if you can't, you don't. And, you know, folks who can, it's appreciated when they do. So that's yeah. the attitude I kind of take with it because there's already enough people who can't do a lot of that stuff that I'm lucky enough to do. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we're social, we're so social and it's, yeah. it's wonderful to have that Avenue online to be able to take those cl- because not everybody was offering classes online. Right. So That's now true. That. That's very true. And yeah. And we're, we're beautifully adaptable. I'm, I was saying yes. that to Devin last night. I'm like, we're super adaptable. Oh, yeah. We we roll with it and we make shit happen, and it's really cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? that's why so I think I'm, you you know witches are creative. All witches are creative. Yeah. I don't care if you can't draw a six figure yeah. or you don't you know you can't carry a tune in a bucket. You're still creative because you're using that creative energy 
and focusing it into something, you know. Yeah. So 100% yeah. yes to that. And, yeah, I, I just love, I love that. And we do, we need, we need people. We do need people. And we're in a, we you know what, we're in a way better position than they were, you know, a hundred plus whatever years ago, the last time there was a pandemic, yeah. because we have the technology yeah. to still be able to connect with people. We just have to, to use it and, and maybe, maybe less connecting with people in the real world <laughs> right now so that we can do it more in the future would be really good. I agree with that. <laughs> but, you know, you brought up, you brought up our communication tools now. And I find that even folks who are in our field or, you know, there are, there's a certain swath of, of pagans who are kind of of the more right-wing mindset who have mm, been kind of promoting all this. Yeah, I mean, and I full admission, I was married to one of these idiots. So right. that, was a really long, <laughs> that was a really long time ago. And he wasn't a Republican then. And this is not a Republican slam. It's a him slam because right, right, right. he yeah. knows better. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I saw him spewing all of this anti-truth two mm-hmm. weeks ago. And I'm like, there is no way in hell I ever loved you. That's not possible. Right, right. It's so hard. It was ridiculous. So I completely, you know what, and other friends of ours were like trying to reason with him and, you know, try to get him back into a more rational frame of mind. And he wasn't Mm -hmm. having it because I find that a lot of these anti-science folks are kind of cultists in their beliefs. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it kind of scared me, especially when I realized how many pagans feel that way. And yeah. it, it just, I, I find it interesting that people who believe what we believe, and it, I'm not talking about a certain type of, I'm just talking about non-Judeo standardized yeah. Christianity or any of the Jewish or any of the, the quote-unquote accepted religions. I'm talking mm-hmm. about folks who are polytheists, folks like us. Okay. So yeah, non-mainstream kind of, yeah. Rec- right, like how do you reckon that out? How do you go, um, I don't care about the earth, one of the tenets yeah. of what a lot of us believe. We don't care about what our we're doing, fellow right? people. Yeah. Right? It's, I mean, how do you, I don't get uh, it. I don't get it. I don't get it it's either, aggravating. honestly. I don't, I don't get it either, and it's really hard for me to wrap my head around. I don't know, I guess. I guess I, I guess maybe, I don't know, um, years ago when I started this practice, I mean, I've been doing this for like, I say 20 plus years um, because I, I honestly dabbled for most of my life. But, you know, before I really found my path and had a name for it, you know, it was 20-ish years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought that we kind of were on, on the same page on a lot of these issues. I I. I feel like maybe I was in a bubble back then. And I really did. I believe that we were all on the same page on things like making sure that we take care of our planet. I felt like that was part of this practice and caring for your fellow humans and accepting them for, you know, no matter, you know, their race, sex, gender, whatever, that we, <laughs> we just supported each other. I felt like that was a thing. And, 
and then you know, I don't know over these last four, maybe more than four years, I've I've seen a shift, and I think that it's almost I I don't know maybe people had this all on the underneath all this time, and it's just coming out. Uh, it's mm-hmm. very strange, and and it's hard. It's it is hard for me to wrap my head around because I feel like wow, I I thought we all were kind of in agreement with some of these things. I mean, these seem like you know, it's not really political things, but just human things. It, mm-hmm. What is best for the planet? What is best for humanity? And clearly, we're mm-hmm. not all on the same page. It's, there's a lot of these people who seem like they're just what is best for me, and the rest of y'all can just whatever. And it's like, yeah. no, <laughs> no. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I, it's really hard. It's really hard to see these things happen. And um, you know, I saw it. I saw it happening community before the last presidential election, you know, before Trump took office, I saw it happening mm-hmm. in the community somewhat yeah. because I live in the Midwest and, mm-hmm. um, you know, people who, who I thought we shared, we, I thought we shared values and then clearly found out we did not share values. And it's like, that's super weird. How, how, you know, and you spend time discussing and arguing your point until you just can't anymore. And then you're just like, I have to walk away from this because, you know, yeah, we you know we can't well you we, know, because we just fundamentally see things in such a different way that that I you know I can't see eye to eye with you on anything if you can't agree that that all people should be treated fairly and equally and that we shouldn't be you know discriminating against people for their race or their gender and that everybody should be able to use a bathroom I I can't see eye to eye with I can't hang out with people that think these things it's just not okay with me. And some of the and I don't, I don't understand where it came me, from. <laughs> I don't either. And here's here's my even bigger problem: the folks that believed the way we do, who somewhere along the line did a switch, somewhere, yeah. some kind of trigger happened, and I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. And I think if we could identify the moment that that switch over happens, maybe yeah. there's a way to figure out how to communicate better. Yeah. Well, because I I think it all comes down to, I think it all comes down to fear. And I think that that's, I think that fear triggered these people and I don't really know why that happened, but because it all seems a very fearful responses. It's all very fear based responses is what it seems like to me. And, you know, I don't know. When people talk, this is a weird thing. It's like, you know, talking about like COVID and stuff. People talk about, you know, if you're, you know, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to be fearful and wear a mask. It's like, um, no, you're being fearful. You're so afraid mm-hmm. to admit that there's a global pandemic happening that you cannot yeah. bring yourself to put a mask on because then it's real. That's the fear. You know, I'm not being fearful when I'm wearing a mask. I'm being caring I'm being cautious, but it's not, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it out of fear. I'm doing it out of caring about my fellow human beings because the truth is I definitely don't want to get it. This is true. Mm -hmm. But but what really scares me, what really scares me is that I could possibly, because anybody can have it and not know because that's what asymptomatic means. There are people who don't believe in science and (laughs) didn't pay attention to science class. Asymptomatic means, you don't have mm-hmm. symptoms, but you are shedding the virus. If right. I found out that I was being 
and I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say, it. you know, if I found out that I was being a jackass and walking around without my mask on and breathing mm-hmm. COVID on somebody that got sick and died, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. That's why I wear a mask, you know? Yeah. And so it's just, yeah. it's this whole, but those people are fearful because of me. I was in, I was in the store and I was trying to pick some stuff up and I, this was like, you know, back when people were hoarding toilet paper and we didn't know how bad it would mm-hmm. get because it's way worse now than it was then. Well, I, I was trying mm-hmm. to pick something, something up in the, the, you know, aisle and people were like crowding in around me. None of them had masks on and I was feeling yeah. a little bit uncomfortable. So all I did, and here's the thing, none of them had masks on. These were all people who, and this town I live in is very Republican I put my elbow mm-hmm. up to my mouth. My mask was on, and I put it up to my uh, my elbow up to my mouth, and I just did this. I went, <clears throat> and oh. you never saw so many people clear out of the aisle so fast. <laughs> so don't tell me that they're not afraid because they're not wearing masks. They're terrified. Oh, they left that aisle really fast, and all I did was just clear my throat. I put my elbow up. I had my mask on. I went, <clears throat> And they moved out right. of that aisle. Like, I had the whole aisle to myself. I was like, stretched my arms out. I was like, that's right. <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> that's, that's the awesome. kind of bitch no, I am. <laughs> but see, but I'm, I'm kind of like that, too, when I've had enough. Because I work yeah. with these people. I work with these people. That's and hard. You're, are, you're out so, there, aren't you? I'm, I'm an essential. But... The fact of the matter is, is that when you have a group of people who are told in the very beginning that it is a hoax and that it's not real, if they suddenly start to have to wear a mask, they have admitted that they are wrong and that the person that they're following or the information that they're getting is wrong. So that is a very hard thing for people to put down, essentially. You know, because everybody mm-hmm. wants to be right. And when I go around and I say, you're not a scientist, you're not a scientist, and they look at me and they're like, well, <laughs> neither are you, bitch. And I'm like, no, but why take the chance? Why, yeah, if, if we're exactly. living in a polite society, not at least mm-hmm. attempt to protect each other? And that's before the CDC said, no, yes. you're also protecting yourself. So to me, yes. Yes. these people exactly. are just afraid of being wrong. Mm-hmm. But I, I but I think that it's really indicative of how this all started. That I think that I think that fear of it, it is all tied in together. And I think that what we're experiencing now is just a symptom of the fear that started this whole situation that we're in right now. In you know this political climate and this cultural climate that we're in. It's so you know yeah I don't I don't have any easy answers. I wish I did. That's yeah. <laughs> I'd get a Pulitzer if I did. But um, right? but, yeah, I mean, I all that we yeah all all that we can do is just keep trying to do our part. And you know, it's really easy for us. I feel like to get dragged down by how hard this has been. Watching, watching people, you know, everything that's happened. Watching, you know, all of the the riots and the you know people being you know, shot, persecuted, hung, my goodness, 
are, is this really 2020? I, I, it's, it's horrifying, but I think it's all, I think it's all tied in together and all we can do is just do the best we can to be as informed as we're able to be. Um, and then mm-hmm. sometimes we've got to step back from it just to do that self care moment for ourselves because we have to keep going and we have to figure out, all right, what is our, what's the course of action here? Because, you know, with everything yeah. and with politics and everything else, you know, um, when we see things that are happening that are horrible, when we see our, our trans friends being treated horribly, when we see mm-hmm. our friends of color being abused and fearing for their lives, well, we, we can do more than just look on in horror and say, what the heck is going on? We actually do have courses of action. And I, I find solace in that myself, you know. I, I have to take yeah. the moments just away from it all to just kind of decompress from it so that I'm capable of doing the things like making the phone calls, you know, to, you know, whoever the senators, the, the uh, sheriff's department in whatever town is doing their dumb shittery this week, you know, or whatever, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but I I feel like, you know, you just, you have to, you have to be able to have those courses. And if everybody who is sitting horrified watching things unfold takes just these little steps, just these little steps, you know, if you're, if you're mad about a thing, call somebody who has power because we don't really have that much power typing on our Facebook we have some, but usually right. it's, we're in a vacuum there, you know. But if you reach out to the people who really are in the positions of power and flood their inboxes and let them know you're pissed, let them know yeah, this isn't okay. And if every single person did yeah. that, that's how we make change happen. So, you know, and, and the people who are out there with the signs, bless them, you know. I wasn't able yeah. to do that. I have um, I have a lot of reasons that I couldn't. One of them is I have Hashimoto's disease, which is a uh, yeah. autoimmune disease. So I'm like, and I'm over 50. So I'm like, you know, I'm like, me too. I'm not feeling yeah. it getting out there in the crowd with the people right now with everything that's going on. But, but I've worked my butt off making angry phone calls and sending angry emails and stuff like that. And, you know. And everybody's just got to yeah. do their part. We can make it better, but it's just, it's going to take a long time and it's, it's not going to be easy. I know. And, you know, similar to you, I am, well, I'm almost 60, so I'm well past that point, but I also have right. Crohn's disease. So I also you have too. Autoimmune. I also know the autoimmune, autoimmune joys. <laughs> oh. I'm serious. No fun. Oh, God. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I have another friend who has Hashi's who actually recommended something to me um, for yeah. the Crohn's to fight chronic inflammation. So now I'm on LDN, which is low-dose naltrexone, which is great. Um, but we can talk about that offline. Um, <laughs> We're going to talk about that offline because I am literally dealing with that right now. I'm like, <laughs> stress is oh, bad for okay. us, isn't it? Oh, you know, I'm telling you, we're, okay, so after the show, we'll talk more. But, I, you know, yeah. you mentioned something a little bit ago in passing, and I want to go back to it, and it was the idea of self-care. And oh, my gosh, I yes. have found I have found that self-care is, and, you know, a lot of my guests talk about it, and I'm, I feel like the audience hears self-care, and, they're like, I can't, there's no time, there's no this, there's no that. Self-care is so important. And when mm-hmm. you have someone like you who makes things of beauty, 
to me, indulging myself in the things that you make is, is part of the <laughs> self-care. No, I think it's important, you know, Thank when things you. are very stressful. Well, you're incredible, just whatever. Aww. <laughs> um, well, I mean, you're an illustrator, you're an author, you're an artist, you have, you know, Mickey Mueller Studios, you have Etsy, you have, you know, you do all of these beautifully creative things. And I wanted to know how hard it is for you with everything that's going on, how hard has it been for you to, like, just create and, 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 and find that, yeah. that area in yourself where you bring that beauty from? Yeah, that's a really good question. Let me tell you what, it's not always easy. But, um, and, and I have found my bring myself back to the basics on reminding myself what I need to be doing. Uh, here's the other thing that you'll find is interesting because yes, it's been hard to create. Sometimes it's really hard to create. I was, I was jamming on YouTube videos. I was loving making YouTube videos and it was like giving me life. And then everything like just hit. It was right after George, mm-hmm. George Floyd got killed. And I just mm-hmm. like the, my gut just fell out and I couldn't even mm-hmm. with the things. And I took a, like a month off of YouTube. I was doing videos every week and I was feeling it. I was loving it. I was like, this is great. You know, cause as a little kid, I always wanted my yeah. own show. Right. So, right. Um, so it was like really cool. And I just, I stopped, I stopped. I couldn't create anything. I just felt like, Oh, what am I even doing? Um, but here's the, here's the thing that I'll tell you. I am like right, literally right about now, and I'd have to look at my calendar to be sure. I'm on my um, my one year anniversary. I started therapy a year ago. <laughs> Congratulations! That's awesome. Thank you. I am very proud of myself. Well, well, I found out that I have um, PTSD. Um, I've had some really shit relationships, to be quite frank, and. Uh, and, you know, it's really, you know, traumatic, um, abusive relationships and also um, past abuse uh, from people that I didn't really know very well as well. So mm-hmm. it's like a whole thing that I've been working through. And she, yeah. and, when, and when COVID all started in the spring really becoming more prominent, she was like, she was like, so, Nikki, um, if you want to take a break until this thing kind of passes, because back then we didn't know how long it was going to be going on. She was like, right. that would be okay with me if you really feel like you need to do that. And, you know, we had gone to, we were going to start doing video instead of being in person. And I said, I said yeah. girl, you know my story. You know all my crap. I've got more issues than Vogue. And I was like, <laughs> Why not just, we'll just add, I was like, I'm not dealing with COVID and not doing therapy. <laughs> so she was like, okay, right. then let's do this. And I'll be honest, let me just tell you, working through like boundary issues and things like that for people who have had bad relationships and like, you know, not bad relationships, but like traumatically bad relationships, yeah. uh, boundary issues can be really tough. There's no better way to work through your boundary issues and go to the dance store in 2020. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> right? You get so, everybody yeah, backing I mean, off. Yeah, everybody is like, excuse me. To, for, for, for a person like me and the things that I have in my life, to be able to look at a, at a perfect stranger and say, excuse me, I would really appreciate if you would back away six feet. 
that's a hard yeah. thing for me to do. Very, very hard for me to do. But I have learned a lot during this. So I'm really growing through all of this in weird, weird, wonderful ways that I would prefer to have, you know, done in a different way. But you know what? We we get we take what life gives us. So right. As far as trying to create, yeah, it's been a really, really tough. Um, but here's the thing that I have learned, and I hope that this helps somebody else out too. There's a difference between self-care and self-soothing. We need both, Ooh. but okay. we need both in different times in our lives, okay? So here's the difference. Self, self-soothing, all right, is I'm going to eat some dark chocolate. I'm going to not take my pajamas off today. I'm going to watch Netflix. I am, I am just going to be not answering my phone. I'm not doing any of the things, right? You know, right. self-care, it, that's self-care. That's like, I just need, or so, I'm sorry, that's self-soothing. That's self-soothing. That's like, I just need to feel better. I need to eat this thing that makes me feel better. I need to watch this thing. I need to, you know, maybe I'm going to have some herbal tea. Maybe I'm going to have a damn margarita, but this <laughs> is what I'm going to do to help me soothe because I am so jangled, Right. Self-care, however, is a little bit different. And we need both of these things. And sometimes you, you need to take a day. And I've done this a whole bunch yeah. during this COVID time. I've, during 2020, uh-huh. there, I'll be honest, since 2016, I've had to have a lot of these days. Oh, de- honey, you know, <laughs> preaching to the converted. Yeah. Right? Totally. But um, I'll take a day of self-soothing, and then I insist on giving myself a day of self-care, which includes Take a damn shower because you smell, bitch. You know, it includes um, I have to pay this bill because it's coming up due and I have to, I've been ignoring it. So take care of paying this bill, you know. It's, um, right. okay, you ate crap yesterday because your heart wanted it. But today you're going to feed your body and you're going to have some damn vegetables, you know. Um, uh, okay. It's so, so that is self-care versus self-soothing, you know. Yeah, I made, maybe I had two margaritas yesterday because I was feeling just so bad about things. Today I'm going to drink all the water I'm supposed to have. And I'm going to put, you know, instead of staring at Netflix, I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to put um, earbuds in and I'm going to do a meditation or, you know, these things. So that's the difference between self-care and self-soothing. We need both, but don't just do self-soothing. Definitely do the self-care too. And and here's the thing, I will say too, another part of self-care is just pushing yourself through and making sure that you're getting the things done that you need to get done. And that can also include making the phone calls to somebody in politics that you're angry with because they did some ignorant thing that you just can't stand, you know, or, you know, yeah. signing the petition and stuff like that. That can also be self-care because you feel so much better after you do that thing. And then you feel like you're less powerless because it sucks to yeah, feel you powerless. Know, I'm so glad you divided those things into two categories because I will tell you, as somebody who loves to be comfortable and loves mm-hmm. to eat my feelings and Me loves too. to do all the bad things, okay, so I have yeah. been self-soothing when I've actually been telling myself that I'm doing self-care. So right. I'm so glad you did that because I think that's where the problem is. We're, we're looking at yeah. self self-soothing as self-care 
and it's not the same thing. And that's why half of us, well, I know some of us have the the, the quarantine 15. I called it the quarantine yep. 33 because 15 Girl, was not enough same. apparently for my <laughs> Honey, can you talk? I'm just saying. Well, we both have inflammation issues, so that adds yep. to it, right? We're stressed yep. out, so then we have the inflammation on top of it, and it's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's definitely hard. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. because of, I think we wind up with autoimmune issues because of the trauma that we suffered. I don't think yes, it's yes, separate. Yes, yes. I think it's a, a, there's a, def, a definite connect between the two later in life. Um, yes. You know, because like you, and there's I, some, I and there's some, some actual shit. scientifically based evidence to that too. It's yeah. not just it's not just woo. There's actual scientifically not a new mouth. I <laughs> just got it today. Yeah, scientifically based evidence <laughs> to that effect. Yeah, absolutely. There really there is. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree, hundred percent. But we're not going to let it rule. Us. I mean. We're, you know what? I fight it every day, and you get up out of yeah. bed, and, you know, as someone who's almost 60, some days that's a little bit harder than others, you know. Mm-hmm. I know I'm slowing mm-hmm. down, um, but you got to keep rocking because you still have to put food on the table and gas mm-hmm. in the car. So, yeah. you know, there's certain, there are certain absolutes like death and taxes, and I don't want to surrender to anything because... I have way too much more shit to learn and do before I check out, you know? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like that too. It's just, it's just like, I know I'm going to die someday and I'm okay with the fact, but it's just like, not yet. I'm too busy. I have too many things I want to do. Things I want to learn, people I want to meet, places I want to go. Yeah. And we will all do that. I know. This is all over. We will do that. <laughs> but we're learning do now you think too. Th- but I got to ask you, do you think this will ever be all over? Um, well, okay. The scientists say, I mean, COVID isn't going to go away. What's going to happen is, mm-hmm. you know, again, according to science, what is going to happen is um, it's going to be something that will always be kind of there. People will get it occasionally, but it won't be to a pandemic level anymore. So, mm-hmm. yes, I do think that we are going to get back to where we will be able to go to family gatherings again. We will be able to go to festivals again. Um, during cold and flu season, maybe people will still wear masks if they're feeling under the weather or if they're, you know, more right. prone to getting sick. Maybe we'll still see that occasionally. I'm not mad at it. I haven't had a cold since all this shit started. <laughs> I'm like, hello. Cool. I don't right? know. People I will wash not... their hands. People will wash their yeah. hands. That would be remarkable, you know. But uh, also, I wonder... maybe we will get to the oh, point where we could still give somebody a hug in the store, and that would be, and that would feel safe, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. We're going to go back to. Yeah, me too. Oh my gosh, me too. And this is really hard for me because, yeah. I am. I'm a hugger. I love to hug people, you know? I do. I mean, like, don't hug yeah. me till my back breaks, but I do. I love to hug people. I love that. And uh, so, yeah, it's really hard for me when, you know, my favorite cashier says, can I give you a hug? And I'm like, mm, what's this about no. <laughs> I know, right? It's really hard. Well, or, or I meet my friends in the park. We go have, we go have socially yeah. distanced 
lunches in the park where we sit six feet apart and we have our lunch. And it's hard to not give those people a hug. But we will get back to we will get back to these things. But are we going to go back to what we had before this? No. And here's no. why. Because, um, well, let's see. We could, we could make a list of the reasons why. For one thing, less people are going to be going into the office because more companies are saying, wow, why were we doing this? We can have lower overhead and let people work out of their homes. My son just got a job online. And they're yeah. going to be switching over to mostly doing it that way, this company that he's going to be working for. So, you know, um, grocery pickup and stuff. Um, I don't have very many shopping cho- choices in my town, but um, Walmart pickup and delivery where I go park in the parking lot and they put it in my car, I'm loving it. Yep. I don't want to give that up. Yep. I hate going into Walmart. So, you know, that, know. Uh, that's not going to change, right? Oh, it's, it's yicky vibes. i you can buy before COVID, you know, um, but, but, yeah. you know, sometimes that's, that's what you have. Um, so yeah, there's things that aren't going to change. Um, racial inequality. Let's hope that we can stop, that we can never stop having this conversation until things are better. And I don't know that they'll ever be better the way they need to be in my lifetime, but that's okay. All I'm right. willing to keep having these yeah. conversations until for somebody's damn generation, they are better. I want my, my friend's little boy to be able to go drive in his car and not have to be afraid if he gets pulled over for a speeding ticket, you know? Right. He's exactly. like five now. And when he's a grown man, I want this world to be different. So mm-hmm. we'll yep. keep having these conversations. So will it go back to the same? It shouldn't. People need to learn, you know? Maybe, maybe people will start to realize that we are all part of this one world. And, and, you know, I wear my mask for you, you wear your mask for me kind of situation going on. We need this in every aspect of our lives. Why can't we do this? Yeah. We can. We just have to decide that we will. So, you know, in some ways I think that maybe these are hard lessons learned this, these times. And I wish that we didn't have the loss of life to learn these lessons. Me too. I would have much preferred yeah. that we didn't. It breaks my heart. And, the other thing that bothers me is the fact that um, people don't, some people don't believe it until it's someone that they know. Why does that yeah. have to be a thing? I'm sorry, but you know what? Every single person that dies from this that didn't need to breaks my heart because those people are people in the world. They're, they're still affecting, if I have to have it affect my life, they're still affecting my life because that's someone I'm sure. never going to meet. That's someone who mm-hmm. might have invented a thing that I would love that I will never have now. That's someone who might have created a beautiful piece of art or written a song that would touch my heart or someone who's, who will do something that will touch the life of someone else that I care about. I mean, these things, these are, we're all, we're all connected. We're all tied together. And that's what you were talking about in the beginning when we were talking about the, the, the values that we that we thought that it, all people, occultists, witches, magical practitioners shared. That's one mm-hmm. of them is this idea of connectivity and oneness. Yeah. And that we yeah. are all being, and that what happens on the other side of the world matters to me. It should, it should matter. It should. You know, yeah. it should. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe, thing. maybe, maybe, maybe globally we'll learn some, some stuff through this. I hope, I really hope. 
I totally um, agree with you. I mean, the idea of it, it didn't even occur to me until you said it. I haven't had a cold since this started. Right. With the mask. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, a lot of the things that I, some of the issues that I have had um, just in normal daily life pre-COVID, I haven't had mm-hmm. issues with, you know. Yeah. I, my diet choices are not always great, but they are somewhat limited because I don't travel to, to different restaurants right now and I don't do yeah. this and I don't do that and you know, yeah. it's just a question of being in polite society. You know, if you are smart enough mm-hmm. to know from childhood that you cover your mouth when you cough, that's something <laughs> yeah. accepted. You yeah. know, why is yeah. why is it not the same thing? It's it's a sign of polite society to give a mm-hmm. shit. I'm just mm-hmm. saying it is. It is. It is. It is. And we can all do it. It doesn't hurt. It's fun for everyone. <laughs> Get on board, people. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't take anything away from us to care about another person, you know. Seriously, it's bizarre. I love it's the bizarre country. world. I do too. It, it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, humans and their foibles and the beautiful things about them are are easily forgotten in the grind of making life work sometimes. So I love it when mm-hmm. I have folks who want to actually have these discussions about, you know, the beauty in the world and the potential of the world. And even though we've been through yeah. so much, there's still so much we can accomplish. And I think the soul of an artist always sees forward. And yeah. I, I, that's how I look at you. I, I see you Thank as someone you. who always looks forward and, you know, wants to beautify the world and teach it through love, and we need people who can teach through love, and it's really hard to find those people sometimes. It is. You know? It really is. Yeah, it really is. And and I've, I've had to step outside of my comfort zone um, this year, too, a lot. And uh, you know what? It's part of the shadow work that we're all doing um Individually and as a community, yes. you know, we do global yeah. shadow work, and and yeah, and I'm I you know through therapy, I'm doing a lot of it um, personally too, but it seems like it's always dovetailing with whatever's happening in the world as well. You know, um, when I started to try to you know use my voice more <laughs> was was when I found that I need. It, the world was in a situation where we all have to use our voice, you know, like I said, right, you know, right after George, George Floyd was killed. It was like, we have sure. to, speak, we have to speak up. And that's outside of my comfort zone to speak up like that. But, but I was like, okay, you know, that I'm just taking the gloves off people, you know, and, and I don't, I don't do it often. I don't do it a lot. There's a lot of witches out there that are very much more political than I am. I am more political inside of my own self than what I put into the world. But some, but these aren't political to me. These aren't really political issues. These are human rights issues. These are humanity right. issues, and mm-hmm. we have to speak to them. We have to speak to them. Yeah. And so, you know, it feels good to 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 do that. But I am, um, you know, while, you know, we look at, and I, oh, my gosh, I respect them so much. And I see the things that they're posting. And I'm, like, totally agreeing with everything that they're saying. And I'm, like, I don't have the guts to say that because I don't want to argue with people. It makes me sick to argue with people. And I'm not a good debater. And I know this. Uh-huh. Um, but we all have to play to our strengths. What I am is a healer. I feel right. like I'm a healer. And so, um it felt good to step outside of my comfort zone and speak out 
and say things and share and share voices of people that, you know, are marginalized and need to be heard. But um, also, and it did feel good to do that. And now I feel like that's another thing that I have in my bag of tricks that I'm capable of doing and less fearful about doing, you know, is to, to use my voice. But um, at the same time, I feel like my strength is, is um, more working towards, you know, healing and stuff. I mean, after, after the election happened, you know, and, um, you know, everybody was super excited and celebrating and like, you know, oh my gosh, you know, there's hope, there's hope, you know, that maybe we could move to a better situation. And I had a moment where I couldn't celebrate because of my trauma past. The first thing, the first place that my head went was like, oh my gosh, now what, now what bad thing is going to happen, you know? And we, we've got to shift Mm -hmm. ourselves outside of that, you know, we have to shift ourselves outside of that. So instead I you, did you really? Yeah, see, trauma. Yeah, I did. I, I thought something yeah. was wrong with me. And then I saw somebody no. did a post about saying, saying, does anybody feel like they just got out of a tra- traumatic relationship? And then somebody else said another thing, um, a trauma group that I'm in on Facebook has made another comment, another post about it. And I was like, oh, this is how I feel. This is what's how I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Because yeah. that's how, yeah. that's how I, that's my experience with toxic people and if he was if he's not the king of all toxic people i just don't know so yeah yeah. basically waiting for the other shoe to drop um well who need healing now too so let's focus on that instead of you know i can't i'm excited and i laugh my butt off when i see the things that people are the funny posts that people are making and how excited they were i love watching the people all over the world like dancing and being happy and Part of me was sad because I'm like, I can't do that because I'm having this trauma response. But I was able to look inside and see why I was having it and and examine it and then figure out what I want to do about this. Well, what I want to do about this is heal. So my posts all had to be about how are we going to heal together? How are we going to move forward? Let's not forget the hard work that we're doing and things like that. So, you know, realizing our strengths and playing to those I feel like is really important. I agree, and I hate to tell you this, but we are like down to a few minutes already. I know. I just looked at the clock. I was like, "Oh my god, I can ramble on forever, girl." I know. <laughs> no, and and I hope you'll you'll come back on and do this with me again because I, 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 I wanted to talk about more about your art and your tarot decks that you've I done, know, right? and so. Uh, <laughs> Thanks I mean, all you have in our place. It was just hard to, yeah. I know. But I'm loving these conversations that I'm having because people oh, are coming too. on, and I, I've got a list of things I want to talk about, and then yeah. we have these conversations. And I think these conversations are <laughs> so important. Now, this is so important to talk it about is. feelings and what we're all going through and the different aspects coming from, you know, different folks in our community, yeah. and I'm just – so yeah. grateful that you guys come on and talk to me and let me sh- let me have part of this conversation. I just I'm so appreciative. But before I we wrap, too. this I is need, great. I need you to tell people how to find you, um, how to find your materials, your tarot, everything. Hit it. Yeah. Well, uh, the easiest thing to do is go to find me on Instagram. I'm at Mickey Mueller. And I have a link tree there that will take you to all of the places that I exist out there on the Internet. I've got an Etsy shop. I've actually got like six, I don't know, five or six Etsy shops. 
uh, for my uh-huh. different decks because there's too much art, you know, for just one. So I've got that. Um, I'm on YouTube. Just search Mickey Mueller on YouTube. There's another person that's a Mickey Mueller on there that's an educator. I'm sure she's thrilled that, <laughs> that all this witchcraft <laughs> stuff comes up for her. So sorry to the other Mickey Mueller. Love you, but ugh, doing my thing. And then, um, yeah, that's, that's me. I'm, I also, I have a project that I'm working on right now, the Eclectic Witches Book of Shadows, Witchy Wisdom at Your Fingertips. This is a book that's upcoming by Deborah Blake, and I'm illustrating the book cover and pretty sure I'm doing the Ooh. interiors as well. It's going to be beautiful. So watch for that in the future. I don't know when the release is for that. Uh-huh. I'm writing it down. <laughs> oh, you're the best. <laughs> I'm gonna find the best. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, gonna be cool. Yeah. It's gonna be cool. And I'll and of course, if you're following me on Instagram, you can always find everything because I share pretty much everything over there on Instagram that I'm That's doing wonderful. in the world. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are such a treat. I I cannot even tell you how happy I am that you came and spent some time with me today. Aww. Thank, thank you. This thank was you. a great conversation. I loved it. And so I'm about and I love to that you're the, like said, you're the HBO for me because I get to cuss. <laughs> I don't do that on my YouTube <laughs> channel because I'm worried about being monetized. So it's nice to be on. You're the HBO of Blog Talk Radio, so I can say talk. <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah, I actually, and I tell guests this. I give a disclaimer at the beginning of every show. Anybody who has listened, my show has been on for eight years. Um, We're about to hit nine. And if people know one thing about me, they know I am going to swear like a sailor because I just don't give a fuck. But I will give people the chance to opt out in the beginning. If you want to opt out, (laughs) I completely understand, but I am unfiltered, uncensored, and unrehearsed. I do what yes. I do, and that's it. <laughs> that's all yes. of it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Warts and yes. all. Warts and all. All right, my friend, <laughs> Mickey Mueller. Everybody, please check out her Etsy, her tarot, her illustrations, her books. I mean, you just released a book uh, this year for Halloween. Unfortunately, we didn't get to talk about that because it's after Halloween. But, you know, going forward, you know we're definitely going to get this jump on you. <laughs> yeah, it was. It actually came out last year, so that's probably why that oh. that got put. But I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure you get a copy. So yeah, you're so sweet. I really appreciate no that. Problem. No problem. No problem. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, guys. That was great. We're gonna end here. I will be back next week. I will post all the shows that I'm doing next week starting Friday, and I don't think I have a Thursday show, but I've got at least a Friday and Saturday and possibly a Sunday show. So everybody have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for spending time with us and hanging out, and I will see you guys later. Have a great one. Bye.